Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur. I want to get applaud you, having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging, this doctor knows what he's talking about. Joan, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That means you're smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle? right here on WOR. And we're here on this Beautiful Saturday evening. It was almost spring-like today, wasn't it? You know, the snow's melting. Uh, the glacier is starting to recede. And uh, But don't get uh, led into a false sense of security. We all know what's coming next week. The polar vortex is <laughs> it's returning to New York. So that's it for your weather report, Noah. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon. And this is the show to talk about you, where, where we do talk about you. We talk about your wrinkles, those first little wrinkles around your eyes, uh, maybe the uh, the ones between your brows, the forehead wrinkles. Yes, and we talk about jowls and that turkey gobbler in your neck. We might talk a little bit about small lips and large noses and and maybe small breasts or drooping breasts. We're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about your bra. Yes, this is one of the few shows where we really will talk about bras tonight. Uh, we've got an update on the bra. So uh, the phone number here at WOR is 1-800-321-0710, 800 I want you to give me a call. And uh, if you do call, we're going to have a bottle of Nighttime for you. Nighttime is my nourishing serum for the skin. It's the one-stop shopping in skincare. If you were to choose one thing, just one thing, you know, put away those seven ingredients, those seven bottles that you go to those stores on Madison Avenue and and spend all your hard-earned money on. You don't need to do that because I have combined the things that really do make a difference the scientifically proven things, vitamin C, vitamin A, fruit acids, antioxidants, skin brighteners. It's all in one serum, and it's yours tonight for free if you have a good question for me. So that means uh, you can't call up and talk about the Mets. No, we're not going to do that tonight. Uh, no one wants to talk about the Mets. The phone number, 800-321-0710. We're going to talk about fake Botox this evening. We didn't get to it last week. This week we will. We're going to talk about maybe basal cell carcinomas and actinic keratosis. There's some new treatments for these uh, these uh, skin cancers and uh, and pre malignant things. And if we have time, you know, we never we always run out of time because this is only a half hour show. We're going to talk about my favorite topic: your nasolabial folds. <laughs> what is a nasolabial fold? Well, look in the mirror. You can step away from the radio. Look in the mirror. That is the fold that we all have, even if you're 10 years old. And it connects uh, the corner of your nose with the corner just outside the corner of your mouth. 
and it tends to deepen as we get older. Well, you know, I have patients that come in and they say that uh, they want that gone, completely gone. They don't want to see a nasolabial fold. And I tell them if they do that, they're not going to look human because if you look at children, even children have nasolabial folds. So we're all human, and we should look human. When we want to uh, look better, that doesn't mean we, uh, we really want to get rid of any human features. So the job of a plastic surgeon is to be an artist and to make you look better, make you look normal, normal. <laughs> and uh, if you look around on TV, if you look in the Upper East Side of Manhattan, you'll see people that maybe don't look normal because they've been overdone. And again, uh, it does take two to tango, as they say. It takes a patient who who says, I want to get rid of this fold, or I want my eyebrows halfway up my forehead, or uh, I want the uh, breast implants so that you can see a bulge uh, on the top of my shirt. That's not what we want to do in plastic surgery. We want to make you look normal. And that is such an important concept, and it seems to have evaded uh, yes, some patients and some doctors, because uh, it's not about making you look, uh, you know, uh, completely paralyzed like some people do look with Botox, where you, you know, uh, the the old Joan Rivers uh, joke, you know, am I, am I crying because <laughs> she can't tell because uh, she's been over Botox, but she makes a joke out of it. Hopefully, you will not, Lewis. What can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Yes, uh, good afternoon. Good evening, Rosa. I have these uh, sagging jaws. Uh, right next to my nose, you know, where you would smile. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to know, is there anything that could be done with that? Okay, now, you said uh, sagging jowls next to your nose. No, so, now, first tell me, jowls are down by the chin line. So, a true jowl, if you look at yourself in the mirror, you've got your chin, and when uh-huh. you were 20, by the way, Lewis, how old are you? Uh, 65. 65. Uh, and I see you're listening from Philadelphia, are you, by the way? Yes. That's good. Uh, the signal for WOR is very strong. Thanks for listening. Okay, so look in the mirror now. If you, uh, When you were 20 years old, you look at your jawline from your chin, and if you kind of draw that line up to your ear, when you were 20, it was nice and smooth. But by the time you hit your 60s, Lewis, uh, there's a, uh, a kind of a blip in that jawline, and that is called the jowl. Is that what you're talking about, or are you talking about the folds? I'm talking about the cheeks, more or less. Okay, the cheeks. So the cheeks, as we get older, tend to uh, descend. They go south with gravity. You know, they uh, they re- they really do. Um, you know, there there was an interesting observation with one of the astronauts in uh, in the space station a few years ago. A, a woman astronaut. Uh, she looked much younger when she was in space. Her jowl went away, and the skin of her, of her neck that was sagging a little bit uh, kind of went away. But it all came back when she returned to Earth. So, uh, you know, if we were all in zero gravity, we wouldn't have those jowls, and we'd look a lot better. But but because we're on Earth, we do descend with gravity. So what happens is uh, is our cheeks begin to go south, and we get a deepening of that fold between the nose and the mouth. We also get the jowls, and we get sagging skin of the neck. So without seeing you, I can't tell exactly what your problem is. But let me, let me talk now about what we do for that part of the face as a plastic surgeon. Now, there are things that are, are invasive. That's the surgical things. And there are things that are non-invasive, and those are the fillers and, uh, and other treatments. So let's go through as if uh, you were coming into my office and I looked at your folds and I said, well, they're, they're descending. 
uh, and it's certainly your choice. Everybody has their own level of comfort what they want to do. Uh, the big change in the nasolabial folds over the last uh, decade or so has been filler. And filler means something that we put into the folds to lessen the depth of the fold. And, and it's really the, because those folds are deep, they catch light and that casts a shadow. And so those, those folds look even deeper then. So we can put things in those folds like something called radius, R-A-D-I-E-S-S-E. That's something that we numb you up and I inject and it makes the fold look better. Or we can use Voluma. That's the new one. Or we can use other wrinkle fillers. So we can do that. That's one way to do it. Now, as a man, you might have even deeper folds than can be handled with just filler. And one of the things I do in men is called an incisionless wire release. Boy, that's a big word, right? Incisionless wire release. What that means is we don't need to make an incision, but we make a little, we take a, a type of a stitch and it's a, it's a stitch with a wire attached to it. And we put it underneath the fold and I can actually lift the fold right off of the underlying tissue and decrease its depth. Now that's not a popular procedure. And I always say it's not popular because uh, there's not big money behind it. When lasers and and big technology is behind a procedure, it tends to get popular because people see it on the TV programs. They see it on Dr. Oz. They see it on the Today Show. Uh, this is one that doesn't have high tech behind it. It's a basic procedure that a lot of us as plastic surgeons do, and it's called an incisionless wire release. Now, sometimes that's not even enough. A few weeks ago, I had a, uh, a person who had very, very deep nasolabial folds, uh, so deep that uh, it was difficult to clean the face. And so in that case, I actually excised the folds. I cut them out. It's, that's even less popular than that incisionless wire release. It's much less popular than a, a wrinkle filler. But it is something that we have up our, our sleeve as plastic surgeons where we actually just numb up the area and excise, cut out the fold. And the trick is to leave a little bit of the fold because, again, we don't want to make you look uh, non-human, right? We want to make you look just average and normal. That's the goal of a plastic surgeon. Uh, but the scar that we place in that location looks like the normal wrinkle in that fold. So that's those are some of the uh, the things that we do. Uh, facelifts also are useful for that fold, but not as much as you would expect uh, because that's four or five inches away from where we actually make the incision for a facelift. So we do have a lot of different things, Lewis, uh, and it all depends on you, what you look like. And, and what you want to go through and how much money also you want to spend because uh, as we go up through that, that description that I, I told you about from filler to the wire release to excision to a facelift, uh, we get into more and more costs. Okay? Okay. All right. Thanks so much for calling. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. Gloria, I want you to hold on the line because when we return, we're going to get right to your call about facelift surgery. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. The phone number 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710. We'll be back after these words. Imagine a hospital where cancer patients have unparalleled access to every specialty. 
Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital, the Cancer Institute of New Jersey, Robert Wood Johnson Medical School, and physicians in the community have built that campus. Diagnosed with a complex form of breast cancer, Cheryl Mann needed a comprehensive care team to customize a plan, which included chemo, mastectomy, and reconstructive surgery. I said I have to beat this, and this is the team that's going to get me there. I had tremendous support from Robert Wood Johnson. They're the ones that helped me get through it all. At RWJ, clinical expertise, research, and innovation combine to conquer cancer. Robert Wood Johnson had every specialist I needed to treat my complicated breast cancer. Their campus gave me back my life. At Robert Wood Johnson, being the best means breakthroughs in cancer care happen every day. To learn more, visit rwjuh.edu. That's rwjuh.edu. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a serum I created called Nighttime. Nighttime makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled with just one step each day. I've packed Nighttime with vitamins C and A, moisturizers, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. That's a lot of science in one bottle, but that's what it takes to look better. I want everyone to try Nighttime. This week, when you order one bottle, you'll get a free second bottle. Order Dr. Perry's Nighttime by calling 855-940-1900. That's 855-940-1900. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com. Use the W-O-R-1 code when you purchase Nighttime to receive your free second bottle. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. If you're showing signs of aging, you might benefit from my midlife makeover. Without stepping into an operating room, I can reduce wrinkles with Botox and Bellotero. I can remove brown spots with a peel and lift brows and jowls with Althera. My offices are in central New Jersey and in Manhattan. Give me a call at 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check out my website at periplasticsurgery.com. And we're back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. And a lot of you have been emailing me, you know, do I only have my office in New Jersey? No, 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 no. For years now, I've had an office on 57th Street in Manhattan between uh, 5th and 6th. It's the greatest neighborhood of the city. Got the best restaurants so come on up and visit me. We're there every week doing all sorts of procedures in the office. You know, the major surgery, of course, I do in the operating room, either at the Center for Specialty Care at uh, in uh, Manhattan here on 69th and Park or in my office operating room in New Jersey or at one of the hospitals uh, like Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital where I operate in New Jersey. But uh, give me a call in the office, and uh, I'd love to see my listening patients. How's that? This is Dr. Arthur Perry. And uh, now, I know you don't know, but uh, I I think a lot of you out there wear bras. I'll just take a wild guess. Uh, most of my audience is women. And, uh, and you wear a bra for maybe social reasons. But did you know there are actually good medical reasons to wear a bra? There's actually controversy about this. And you know, I was quoted in a uh, magazine a few years ago as the, taking the side that bras are good for you. Uh, there are some people that feel they're not. But the truth is uh, there are no uh, medical 
bad things about uh, wearing a bra, and there are a lot of good things. And and from my perspective as a plastic surgeon, a bra will actually decrease the droop of your breasts. So the reason your breasts droop as you get older, and, and from teenage years on, uh, they will droop uh, faster if you're larger, if you have more weight, if your breasts are larger, if you're uh, overweight, or if you uh, gain weight during pregnancy. Any of those things, of course, will make your breasts grow. And the larger your breasts are, the faster they will droop. That's just a fact of life. And the only thing that mediates that is your genetic makeup. And the one thing that you can do to decrease the rapidity of the descent of your breasts sounds like a scientific show here is wearing a bra. And uh, that has been shown that uh, women who wear bras the most do have less droop of their breasts. And there is controversy, should you wear it 24 hours a day, you know, other than showering? I do believe that's true. Some people think you only have to wear a bra during the day because of the effects of gravity. But while you sleep, your breasts are going to sag and uh, droop to the sides. And you'll see where the stretch marks are. They're usually on the inside of, uh, of your breast towards the middle. And that's because of that stretch of the skin. So uh, if you want to uh, reduce the chance of requiring a breast lift and rob your plastic surgeon of an operation, then wear a bra as much as you can, including, sorry to say, in bed at night. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle? Gloria, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? I want to know, please, honey, I'm 88. I take no medication. I'm in awesome health. I look 68, but I would just like a little bit of a of a lift. Can you do that in the city? I live on 79th Street. You know, Gloria, I had a I would have had a different answer for you about 5 or 6 years ago than the answer I'm going to give you tonight. You're 88 years old and and a lot of women your age do come to me uh, for things like facelifts. But, you know, I'll be honest with you. There is no question that your complication rate will be higher than someone younger. And, and again, when, when I trained in plastic surgery in the 1980s at the University of Chicago, the, uh, the teaching was that, honestly, it did not matter what your age was. It was your illness, you know, what illnesses you had, whether you had diabetes or high blood pressure. It turns out that's not true. And there was a study a few years ago that was done uh, in women who had breast reductions, and all things equal, all illnesses equal, everything equal, there was no question that there was a direct increase in the complication rate, whether you were 40 years old, 50 years old, 60, or 70 years old, whereas, where the study went up to. And it was a linear relationship. That means the older you were, the more likely you are to have a complication. And so... You know, I'll be honest, I, I, I can't imagine doing a facelift on you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'd, I'd love to, I love to operate. It's what I do. But if you're 88 years old, you know, I do think that uh, is asking for trouble. I'll be honest. Uh, I what think, kind of a complication? I don't have high blood well, pressure. I, you know, the, the, the truth is, I mean, you may be in perfectly good health. Uh, but you also might have a little bit of coronary artery disease. You might have, and you might not know it, and it might not even be uh, detectable on a stress test. 
I'm a conservative doctor. I'm sorry. I, I really am. I do not like complications in my patients. I don't want my patients to have complications. And, uh, you know, if you were 80, that might be somewhere around my limit. But 88, it's really getting up there and asking for trouble. And I feel that if you're 88, and thank God you are, that's wonderful, uh, you don't want to upset the apple cart, as we say. and You don't want to do something uh, for your appearance, which may well affect your health. Uh, I'm sure, and I'll tell you something, Monday morning, if you call three or four plastic surgeons, you'll find you know, two or three of them willing to do your surgery probably. But I'm conservative. I'm thinking of you, and I just don't think it's the best idea. Now, there are things that you could have because there are things that have extremely low risk, like filler, like uh, we were talking about earlier. Wrinkle filler is very good. Um, Althera is possible, although even uh, at your age, Althera, the Althera company is not going to want to hear this, but I would do a stress test on you before uh, we did Althera. That's just an office procedure with no incisions, but it does hurt a bit. And if your blood pressure goes up, we don't want you to have a problem. But Althera can make you look better non-invasively. Fillers can make you look better sort of non-invasively if you want to call needle sticks uh, non-invasive. So there are things that you can do. Uh, but I, I sure would not have surgery. If you need your gallbladder out in the middle of the night, you, you, you have to take that risk and you do it. If you need bypass surgery for your heart, you have to take that risk and you do it. But Gloria, you're 88 years old. Uh, listen to me and I would not do it. Sorry. And, and remember something. I'm a plastic surgeon. This is what I do for a living. When I turn my patients down, it is for their benefit. It is for your benefit. So use some common sense here. Take the money. Take the money you are going to spend on this and take a great vacation. All right, Gloria? Everywhere in the world. Thank you. God bless you. (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling What's Your Wrinkle? This is Dr. Arthur Perry. And when we return from... These messages, we're going to have a guest from Robert Wood Johnson, and we're going to talk about something a little different, something we haven't talked about on this show. We're going to talk a little bit about domestic violence. Not such a great topic, but a very important topic. So tune in. We'll be right back after these words. Is your child unable to participate in sports or other normal activities due to an injury or congenital orthopedic problem? There may be a way to get your child back in the game. The Pediatric Orthopedic Program at the Bristol-Myers Squibb Children's Hospital at Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital is led by a team of highly trained orthopedic specialists who understand that the difference between children and adults extends far beyond size. Partnering with Rutgers Robert Wood Johnson Medical School and community physicians, our team treats all child and adolescent musculoskeletal problems, including those caused by sports injuries, trauma, and spinal conditions like scoliosis. It's why we're the premier children's orthopedic program in New Jersey. Get your child back in action with New Jersey's top orthopedic team. To learn more about the pediatric orthopedic program at the Bristol-Myers Squibb Children's Hospital at RWJ, visit bmsch.org. That's bmsch.org. Kids are the only specialty. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging skin, and you look older. I tackle aging spurts with procedures like eyelid and facelifts, and office procedures like Botox, peels, and Althera. Or you might just need rejuvenation around your mouth with wrinkle filler. 
Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of Fifth Avenue and in New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 7 p.m. right here on WOR. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a serum I created called Nighttime. Nighttime makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled with just one step each day. I've packed Nighttime with vitamins C and A, moisturizers, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. That's a lot of science in one bottle, but that's what it takes to look better. I want everyone to try Nighttime. This week, when you order one bottle, you'll get a free second bottle. Order Dr. Perry's Nighttime by calling 855-940-1900. That's 855-940-1900. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com. Use the WOR1 code when you purchase nighttime to receive your free second bottle. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. And we're back. Tonight's guest is Elaine Ewens uh, from Robert Wood Johnson Community Health Promotion Program. And we're going to talk a little bit about a topic we really haven't gotten into in this show, but it is such an important topic. Ms. Ewens, are you on the phone? Yes, I am, Dr. Perry. Well, thanks so much for taking time on your Saturday evening. Now, why is domestic violence such a serious issue? Well, Dr. Perry, domestic violence is one of our society's most critical public health problems, and it can result in serious long-term health impacts for women, children, and families, in addition to the type of injuries we typically associate with domestic violence. And, and how widespread is this problem? You know, it's the big secret, I guess, but really, how, how widespread is it? It's very widespread. Uh, the most recent statistics say that about 31% of American women will be abused at some point in their lives, and as many as 37% of women seeking treatment in emergency rooms are there because of domestic violence-related that, injuries. So that, it's very that's, widespread. That's amazing. What an incredible number. That's almost a third of women... That's terrible. Now, obviously, it impacts the woman, but what about their children? It has a big impact on the children as well. Witnessing violence between one's parents or caretakers is the strongest risk factor of transmitting violent behavior from one generation to the next. And for boys who witness the domestic violence, they're twice as likely to abuse their own partners and children when they become adults. So it has a huge impact on the children, and it can also affect their health and mental health. That's uh, disturbing statistics, really. Now, as uh, health care providers, as doctors, nurses, and others in the healthcare field, why is it important for me and you and others to uh, beware of these things? Well, that's because victims are very present in the healthcare system. They may not identify themselves, but they are present. So at Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital, our uh, training program, we work with healthcare providers and educate them about the prevalence and give them some tools and skills for talking with their patients. 
because there are certain barriers. Some health care providers are concerned about offending their patients if they were to screen all of their patients. They're concerned that they would offend them. Um, but the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force, as of January 2013, recommends that physicians screen all of their female patients of childbearing age and anybody else with an indicator for intimate partner violence. So we teach various skills such as direct, indirect, or framing questions uh, to help the doctors and nurses feel more comfortable Mm. So what, asking what, the questions. So at Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital, where you are, uh, what exactly, tell me what you're doing to address the issue. You mentioned that just before in terms of what you're doing in terms of teaching. What else? Well, um, our program is all about education and awareness. So um, we're out in the community. We're talking to groups. We, are, we have an annual march and rally against domestic violence. Um, we will go and speak to family court staff, mental health providers. But the big focus of our project this year is working with the health care providers. And healthcare providers have such a unique opportunity because very often, you know, one of the biggest markers of domestic violence is isolation. So abused women or men can be isolated and very often one of the few places they can go and have privacy with a professional is to their doctor. Mm -hmm. It might be, you know, their orthopedic doctor, could be the OBGYN, could be the plastic surgeon. So we need to think about this. Very important. It's incredible. And even for plastic surgeons who take care of injuries of the face and cuts and, uh, and things like that, very important. Elaine Ewens, thank you so much for for sharing this information with a very, very large audience. We had someone call from Philadelphia earlier today. Robert Wood Johnson is in the center of New Jersey, and uh, you can go on their website, www.rwjuh.edu, and uh, learn more about the hospital and learn about the doctors on the staff of Robert Wood Johnson. Thanks so much, Elaine. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle? We're here every Saturday evening. Tune us in next Saturday at 7 p.m. Noah, thanks so much for great engineering. We'll see you all next week.